Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we receive so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. This week's show promises to be both fun and educational as my friend Kelsey Corvella, did I say that right? You did. Yay, joins me today because I... In my mind, I still have you under my your maiden name, so I'm I apologize because you've been married quite a while. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going on five years now, yeah. so, so time to update the the old phone book. At least I didn't slip up and say your maiden name. <laughs> That's okay. Everybody knows me as that, so it's no problem. Kelsey, you're the the City Light New Life Program Intake Coordinator with with the Boise Rescue Mission. That's right. So welcome and thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm blessed and highly favored and excited to be sitting here with you. You know, I just love spending time with you and this bonus that I get to talk to the whole valley at the same time. You know, it's so funny. I don't remember where we met. You know, this goes back to people may not remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Mm. And I knew there was something very special about you the very first time I met you. you it's have, Jesus. You, you are the light of Jesus. Thank you. And you're warm and you're loving and you're fun. You're 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 um I'm I'm not a big drinker, but you're like you're like the bubbles in champagne. You're just <laughs> effervescent. Oh, that's so kind of you to say. Thank so, you for that. So, um so tell our tell me a little bit more. We were talking before we started recording today. There's so much at the Boise Rescue Mission we don't know about. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. And I am not really very well aware of what the New Life Program is. So can you can you share with me a little bit about what the New Life Program – well, you don't even have to share a little bit. Share with us what the New Life Program is about. Well, so let's take a little bird's eye view of the mission, and then I'm going to dig right into those programs, and in particular the New Life Program that saved my life. So I get to tell you a little bit about that. Well, the Boise Rescue Mission, you know, started in 1958, ladling soup out the back of an old Chinese restaurant that had, that had closed down. You've probably heard that before. And, you know, a couple of pastors got together trying to feed a few folks that didn't have a, their next meal here in the Valley. And then you fast forward to today, we have seven facilities. Yeah. We've been um, just adding programs where they're needed, just rising up and doing what the Lord needs here in this community. So I'll tell you a little bit about our programs and then end with the New Life program so I can dig into that. So we have our guest services program, mm -hmm. which is that overnight shelter where we serve hundreds of meals and, and offer hundreds of safe beds every night. So anyone can stay with us, no questions asked, you know, for 30 days or more if they're if they're working towards life change and get their meals provided for them, their clothing, their warm bed, you know, get that case management within the first I would say uh, 48 hours or 24 hours, they're going to get a case manager assigned to them. There's just no face to homelessness, Sandy. Everyone, yeah. you know, brokenness comes in all forms and, and need comes in all forms. So we want to find out what caused these great folks to become homeless and how we can help equip them to overcome it. 
So everybody has a different story and maybe they need to apply for some funding. Maybe they're a veteran. Maybe they um, don't know how to navigate those services. Maybe they're um, a woman fleeing domestic violence. Whatever that looks like, we're going to help equip them. And, you know, we're going to require a lot of them. The folks in our guest services work super duper hard to overcome homelessness. That's why they hang on to it and do so well after. Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, let's say they're able-bodied. We're going to ask them to get 40 job contacts a week. So in this right now with this climate, we're getting jobs so quickly and jobs that they love. So it's it's very exciting. So that's our guest services program. Then we have our veterans ministry program, which is highly, wildly successful, a 98% success rate for that ministry of veterans who stay in their own home and after completing that program. It takes about three months to complete that program. And what that usually looks like for a veteran is we get to become their second family. We get to be all in their business. We get to stay connected with them for the entirety of their life. So it's more about connection and and becoming a, a source of family and hope and, and being a part of their lives, helping them connect with their natural family if that's something they so desire, and also helping them navigate the services that are available to them and, and the finances that are available to them, the funding, things like that through all of us and, and the community and the government. So that's what that program looks like. Super fun program. Uh, we have, you know, lots of children's programs, teen programs, which I I think I've spoke in this about teen program, maybe on your show or another show here at, at this um, here in this exact same room. But so we have a lot of services available to kiddos that are living with us or who have lived with us in the past. So right now we have our children's ministry going strong. Yep. We have, you know, tons of kiddos who have lived with us before or who are living with us now who are of school age. You know, so we don't want them to be latchkey kids or have nowhere to go for fun and for learning. So during the sur- summer, we'll offer free childcare to anyone who's been involved at the mission for school age kiddos. And they come in and they uh, do a lot of school stuff to get caught up for the next year. They do science experiments. They go to Roaring Springs, rock climbing, whatever good, clean fun they want to explore. We do that in the summer with them. How fun. Yeah, super fun. Teen Ministries on Thursdays, we go out and we uh, also do good, clean fun. We tour all the local schools right here in the Valley or, or furthering their education. So we do that, and we also go on a college road trip in the summer, which we just got back from. I was I was stalking that. <laughs> Super fun. Montana this year. New schools. Really exciting. So that's our kids program kind of in a nutshell. And we are doing teen job corps in the summer where kiddos who've been in our, in our uh, facilities before can work for the mission for minimum wage and learn awesome job skills. So we're doing that right now. Um, we have... Let's see, we have all of our local valley shelters in Canyon County and in Ada County. And we just opened Sunrise Manor. I love that. Yeah, so what we do kind of at the mission, as you know, Sandy, is what what's the need look like? And, you know, affordable housing is the need. So we've yeah. opened up, uh, it's a, basically used to be an assisted living facility. Now we're converting it into over 50 apartments. And so that's in the process. And we're also, you know, working with some Ukrainian Ukrainian folks who are coming over here to ha- find a better life at our lighthouse facility. So those are some of the projects we're involved in right now. And I can't wait to tell you more about the new life program. You guys never, th- no, no moss grows under your feet. You guys are always busy and always looking. I mean, it's it's never status quo. You're always looking for how the next best help is. It, it, you know, things are changing all the time in our valley. 
with all the new folks moving in. Hopefully we have some listening now where they can hear a little bit more about what you and I as donors and all of them as donors are doing. It's really not the rescue mission, it's the Lord and all of the donors here in the Valley stepping up. You know, I the the old status symbol of homeless is is the downtrodden the in the um, the adult they're always the adult that's the vision and the eye opening and you've already touched on it for for me as as mom and grandma yeah was the children the face of the children and wow you know that's that's yeah. been that's been that's always children have always been a hot button for me and Amen. so when all of a sudden I woke up one day and realized that there are children involved in this i was just like oh my gosh i never thought about kids and they're getting the gospel and truly the homelessness is being broken that you know what's happened in their family and over their lives there's just a generational curse is being broken every day at the mission and lives being changed generations being changed so i want to before you jump into the new life program you touched on something real quickly that i just for for our listeners who have don't know this you said the gospel they're they're being spoken the gospel the Boise Rescue Mission receives no federal funds. Amen, yeah. So that you are not regulated and you can share the gospel of Christ. Yeah, so I'll tell you a little bit about how that looks. The folks in our guest services do not have to attend chapel unless they want to. Yeah. That's something you'll hear from people who it's not true, but we will require them to move towards life change and self-sufficiency. That's what we do. Now, it's there if they want it because we do it because we love Jesus. This is his house, his ministry, all of those things. But they're getting an opportunity to receive it, but it's not something that's required of them. It is just like when we all accepted Christ. Yeah. It was freely given but not pressured on us, and, and that's what we do at the mission. Every night we have chapel, it's there if they want it. But the New Life program is specifically a discipleship program. All right. So I'll tell you a little bit about that. So our New Life program is available for men or women. Really neat thing in regarding the children again is women can come and bring their children for the duration of that long addiction recovery program. It's a year to two years long in duration. So folks come into the New Life program. And they uh, start out with a 30-day blackout period where, where they're just focused on learning about what the program entails. So that I'll tell you kind of what the New Life program is first. The New Life program is a one- to two-year-long discipleship recovery program. It is Bible-based. It is based on becoming a disciple of Christ. That entire time that they're in our program, they're going to be learning about Jesus for 8 to 12 hours a day. They're going to read the entire New Testament. They're going to apply it to their life. So this isn't where you know they you you can decide if you want to attend chapel. This is a full immersion in God's Word. It is a time to be set apart for Christ. It is the greatest gift that our community and all of the donors give to these wonderful people. It we have a, a really amazing success rate for that program for people who complete it as well, because it's about handing your life over to Jesus. And I'll, I'll kind of give you a snapshot on what the, what I tell the folks when I interview them. You know, this is a program for someone who would rather cut off their arm than use alcohol or drugs again. I mean, this is the biggest step. This is laying your life down every day. Folks who come into the program can leave anytime they want. You're not locked in there. You have to choose to, to be humble, to live in a homeless shelter, to serve people to lay your life down every day to become a disciple of Christ. These folks are not allowed to smoke cigarettes 
or listen to secular music. I mean, it's a full submersion in who Jesus is and being set apart truly to then later serve your community. So after that, thir- that during that 30 days when, when folks first arrive, after they've been accepted to our program, they come into our shelter and they're living in the rooms that you live in look very similar to a BSU dorm. Same furniture, looks exactly the same. When I take the teens on their on their trip to check out BSU, I'm like, wow, this looks just like a room at City Light. Just like us. So you can really kind of visualize where they're living. They have one roommate, but if they're a mom with kiddos, they have their own room, right, with their kids and them in there. And what that first 30 days looks like is they do church virtually within the building. They don't leave the building that first 30 days. They're really learning, you know, how do I navigate the building? What's expected of me? And then the, the path work that they do in those first 30 days is really basic. Um, who is Jesus? You know, learning the gospel of John, um, memorizing some really special scripture to store in their heart that is going to help them understand, you know, the basics and things that a lot of folks are blessed to have learned uh, in church or with their families. So that's what they do that first 30 days and make sure that they're 100% committed to God. We ask them to commit unto the Lord that they're going to make good use of our, the donor's money and that they're going to finish well, no yeah. matter what the devil throws at them, no matter how much they want to just get out and work, and that they're going to finish well. They're going to graduate. Because folks who don't finish well don't start the next thing well. Right. So that's what that first 30 days is about. Then there's four other paths that are um, going to be asked for them to complete. And during each path, they're going to have about eight to 12 books that they read. Each chapter in their Christ-centered books, um, all Bible-based. There's really no denomination in there. It's all strictly Bible. Um, so that's kind of the curriculum that they're going to learn. Everything is 100% scripture and scriptural. And what they do is those are, they're all focused on building healthy relationships or what God says about them, what God says about love, what God says about how to raise your children, books like that, um, books on you know dealing with traumas, things like that. And so they're also read the entire New Testament, and every chapter that they read, they will talk about what they learned and how it applies to them. And then they'll res- they will memorize a ton of scripture that they store in their heart and that they will have forever. So it's super, super neat. Now, during that time, they have a case manager who walks alongside them, And it's really about finding out the root of what caused them to use drugs and alcohol. You know, you don't just go out and use drugs and alcohol without causing so many things to your life, like little, I guess you would call them character flaws that we build. And it's just a time to be set apart to just dig in what's going to help me be the best disciple of Jesus. Do I have entitlement issues? Do I have, you know, other little flaws, selfishness, things like that, that I could look at? So we're going to ask people to look at that. And, you know, it's a lot of the rules and watching people break rules and, and what that might say about where they need to go with things. Yeah, They'll also meet with a, a counselor every week and look at, we ask them to look at every hurt they've caused people and every hurt that's been done unto them so that those pains can be looked at and used to God's good. So there's a lot of... That's a lot of work. A lot of work that you dig down and do and a lot... The kids are doing a lot of things. They just get so much structure, you know, the moms who bring kiddos, and you just see so much growth in them and and just reliance on Christ. Everything that comes to them, all their food, all their clothing, it comes directly through Jesus and through prayer. And the kids are taught to pray for the things they need. 
So it's it's really just an exceptional opportunity for them to revamp their entire life. So that's kind of the, what the New Life program looks like. But peppered into that is an education program. If a, if a woman or a man comes to us and does not have their high school education or GED, they're going to be asked to get that. And we will provide, you know, the funding for all the tests. We'll provide all the tutoring, all the things they need in order to get that. And they can't graduate without it. So it's super neat that everyone gets that if they don't have it. If you've already been to college or you have your high school education, we're going to ask you to still do a regimen on, you know, math, reading, writing, just to get your brains popping again, get you to that level where if you wanted to go on to college, you'd be able to do it. Yeah. And then we also ask them to be able to type a minimum of 40 words per minute, which is just getting people getting up to that snuff on a lot of things that maybe they hadn't learned. And we also um, get them, you know, going on the Microsoft suite and being, com- you know, computer proficient. Not everybody is computer proficient. And oh. in this day and age, it's just beneficial. So we do that. And then at the end of their program, they do an internship within the ministry. So during that time, they're going to learn you know, a new skill, and maybe they're going to be asked to work in events or at the front desk or in the kitchen, something that's going to stretch them and give them new job skills. Now, alongside that, there's going to be a lot of what we call work therapy. If you can imagine having hundreds of guests every night and all these programs and services, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that needs done. And the New Life program folks do that work. So they're going to be running the front desk. They're going to be mopping the floors, cooking the meals. And, you know, I'll segue into my time at the mission and what it did for me. And the biggest thing I learned was that during my addiction, I was so selfish. And God took me out of that to serve people who couldn't say thank you, to be behind the scenes, just pouring my life out. And it really changed my heart. And that's what is so special at the mission is you really can get a heart change and the desire to love people. And I just every day want to wake up and serve people because of it. So for our listeners who don't know Kelsey's story, you are actually a graduate. I am a graduate of of the the New New Life Life Program. That's right. You were a graduate before I met you. Exactly. And so because when you said selfish, I was like, that's not the Kelsey I know. But yeah. Well, we all have it. But every day the Lord, you know, refines and works on me and. I could tell you the moment that it changed for me. You know, I, it's been almost 20 years when I walked in the doors of the rescue mission as a guest, homeless, broken, asking for help. And one day I'd been in the program a little while and I was walking in to, I was walking through the building and I looked out the window and just watched folks walking along Jefferson Street going to work and was just praying for people walking past and just feeling the passion of the Holy Spirit, just moving me to pray for people. And I knew something had changed in me. You know, I was just praying for random people and, you know, letting the Holy Spirit move in my heart. And I knew things had changed for me. And I could tell you about when I ended up at the New Life program. I'd heard about it. I'd been in trouble. I'd been in trouble because of my use of drugs. I had been shoplifting, had no money on my person, and that resulted in a burglary charge. It's a felony. And I'd never been in any trouble before that or after. But uh, I couldn't quit using drugs and alcohol. And so I was with a probation officer who was wondering why I couldn't get clean and sober and in the Department of Corrections. And I heard about the New Life program and it transformed my life. I never had to get in trouble again. I never had to break the law again because God changed my heart through this program. So I showed up at the at the program at guest services. I drove all the way there because I was staying in Idaho Falls at the time. 
I'm from Boise, but was staying in Idaho Falls at the time. And I drove down and I said, I need help. I, I don't know what I need to do to get in this program, but I need to get in this program. And every day I checked in, in that, into guest services and asked for help and asked for help. Finally, I was accepted into the New Life program. And I could tell you, kind of give you a snapshot of what the donors listening did for me. I was so broken. I remember having the, the intake coordinator, which is my role now, sit with me on the back porch of City Light and just cry with me as I felt, I literally felt like I had been, I had a vision of myself being broken, but then being crushed and just ground into the concrete to dust. That's how broken I was. Take your time. And she just held me and cried with me. And I said, how can someone who doesn't even know me, how could anyone love me? That's that's where I, where I was at. The Lord just showed me, you know, his love for us. And, you know, he, he loves us through everything and he still loved me and you know there's a lot of program work that happens in there that you have to look at everything you've done to everybody you you know get so many classes on parenting even if you're not a parent yet we teach you that you know you get classes on relapse prevention healthy relationships you know um not being an enabler looking at um looking at codependency i mean just so many things in order to be refined and be able to walk out healthy. The work is never done, just like all of us in our lives, yeah. but they teach you to read the Bible and to rely on Christ and to never step away from your rescue family. That's the thing that has ta- I've taken away. My family, you know, I have my natural family's been restored to me. You have a beautiful family. I do. Even my, <laughs> my parents have been restored from addiction. So many things God has given me. But I also have Reverend Bill, I have Jean Lockhart, I have my sisters in Christ, my brothers in Christ, my rescue family is just an extension. And that's what we are able to give to the New Life Program residents, a family. A new lease on life. It's really And sometimes I think that it's somebody who actually A, sees you, (laughs) they don't see past you or through you, they see you, and they see promise in you. Yeah. Hope. Promise. That's the huge thing. That's I love the rescue mission. I love the Boise rescue mission and what what they do for so many and the lives that they change. And it's genuine. Yeah. It's you know. And yes, there's boundaries and there's rules. I'm not. Gonna, oh yeah. Thank you know, God for the rules. It's, it's not. It's not a. It's not a. You know. It's not easy. No. It's the hardest thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But what a blessing. Now, do I have time to tell how someone can get help, or we cut off? Um, we have about a. We we have time. Okay, please. Um, if you if you know someone who needs help, uh, I myself do the interviews for the women. The men d- they have someone who does the interviews. But please call. Please look online at boiserm.org. There's a button on there that says "Get Help." There's an application. We would love to help anyone you know who's struggling with addiction. You know what? What a beautiful gift that is. Do you ha- just really quickly? Do you have any special needs that prayer? I need prayer that um, the Lord will help, the Holy Spirit will guide me on who is a good fit for our program, because I have to perform interviews and make sure that I keep the house safe and make sure that we can help as many people as possible. So please pray that that I'm able to do that. And again, that that website again. BoiseRM.org. There's a Get Help tab. Click that. It'll walk you right through how somebody can get, get the help that they need. You guys have a wonderful website. It's very easy to navigate. So even if your computer, if you struggle with computers, you can you can get that and find that really, really You can easily. also call us. 
Call City Light and ask for Kelsey. I'd love to help you. There you go. And that number's on that website. Yes, it is. And yeah, it's 208-368-9901. That's awesome. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining me today. It's wonderful as always. And I and I learned so much. I always learn so much when I meet with you guys. It's it's amazing. Thank and, you for having me. Oh, it, my pleasure. I love it. This does bring our time to an end for this week, folks. We invite you back next week when we have another special guest in store for you. Someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.